Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and I am the queen of manifesting. You are listening to a podcast about manifesting your dreams. And the way you do that is by changing what you think about, what you talk about, and what you believe. And so it's actually easy to manifest your goals once you know the formula to manifesting and how to control that inner voice in your head that's always telling you what you can and can't do. So stick around, take some notes, and welcome to the Queendom. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Queen of Manifesting. Today I have a special guest, Mr. Mike Hoy, <laughs> and he is going to tell us about his amazing powers of manifesting. I've known him for about six months now, and he has completely changed his life from when I first met him. And so we're just going to talk to him a little bit today and see what awesome things he has to say. Right? <laughs> okay. So let's see. First of all, why don't we hear your thoughts on manifesting? Like what, how do you describe it? And what's your favorite thing about it? Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Um, first of all, thank you for being an amazing life coach. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you have done so much for me. So how do I describe manifesting? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty tricky question. <laughs> I know, right? Um, before, I would have said that it's where you think about something and you want it really, really, really bad and then magically drops in your lap. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. Right. I would describe manifesting good and bad as the energy that you put out into the, the universe. How you feel is what you attract. Mm -hmm. So if you are constantly feeling negative and berated and humiliated, that's what you're going to attract. If you feel positive and awesome and like you're on top of the world, then that's what is going to be attracted to you, essentially. Awesome. I agree. Sometimes I say manifesting is like hitting print on your subconscious beliefs. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's a good way to describe it. And if it's a bad thing, you don't want to print multiple copies. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the bad things you've manifested just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> In the last six months or in my life? Uh, I don't know. You choose. Uh, let's see. Last six months, I have manifested uh, drama. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have manifested crazy ex-girlfriends. <laughs> I have manifested a lot of stuff that I'd really rather not mention. <laughs> uh, and when they showed up... How long did it take you to realize you'd manifested them? About three seconds. And mm -hmm. I was like, damn it. <laughs> what have I done? Mm -hmm. I, was, there was, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> so before you knew about manifesting, when those kind of things happened, did you recognize that you'd manifested it? No, it was more like, a, oh, this is what I get. I deserve this because I'd been thinking about it. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a piece of crap, you know, loser. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> okay, so you felt like you were getting what you deserved, which is kind of the point of manifesting, mm -hmm. right? If yeah. you believe you deserve something, you're way more likely to get it. Sure. So, um, when did you learn about manifesting on purpose? I think that I really started to look at it back in, I want to say the end of 2016. Oh. Because, you know, I, I, I started to hear about, you know, manifesting and putting it out in the universe and but I didn't, I didn't really fully understand it. Like it was literally to the point of, okay, just live like you're doing it and it will happen. But the problem is, you know, you can't live like a millionaire if you're not making a million dollars. 
Yeah, that's a really big problem and people try to do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't quite understand it. So literally, I was under the impression of, okay, just just believe that it will happen and it will. Mm-hmm. Don't do the work. Just believe that it will happen and it will magically appear. And I started researching a lot of different things like, uh, you know, numerology and, and things like that. And I started seeing the numbers 1 and 11 everywhere that I went which, you know, somebody on Facebook said that means that you're on your righteous path, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I would st- I would start to, like, make excuses for it. Like, I remember I was watching a movie, and in the end credits, right after I decided that I was going to to do it, one of the, one of the actors' names was Angel 1111. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's a sign, that's a sign. Wow. Keep in mind, this is still back in 2016. Yeah. And... It's like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire by 2017. <laughs> it didn't happen, obviously. So seeing 11s means you're going to be a millionaire? I guess. Weird. Or According to numerology, it does, or it just means that you're in tune with the universe. And I started to oh. see the color red a lot more. Weird. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, the, my jury's still out on, on that one. <laughs> but... Um, the problem that I see now that I really look back on it is I was just waiting for it to happen. I thought that it was just going to be delivered to me. Yeah. You know, I was, I was under the impression of, okay, I've opened myself up to the universe and now gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> That's not how it works. And honestly, I kind of started to get really pissed off at the universe for about a year and a half. Yeah. You know, I went through a lot of a lot of hard struggles. Um, you know, I I had uh, I had a car repossessed, and then I had to take public transportation two hours just to get to work. Oh my goodness! And working at a job that I hated, and where it was cutthroat, and people wanted to see me fail because they were they they knew that I was better at the job than they were. And yeah. then I would, you know, they, they refused to pay me. They kept screwing up my paycheck. The company still owes me like $3,000 that, oh that I'm never going to see. And then I would take public transportation two hours back. And I... That sounds so horrible. I was so broke that a lot of times I had to ride public transit um, without buying a ticket. Oh, <gasps> So I would be on... Oh, that's scary. Yeah, I'd be on the light rail, and every time I got to a stop, if I saw the the transit cops get on... Uh-huh, you'd I would, have to hide or I would off. jump off, and that just destroyed my commute, because I'd have to wait another 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness. And I had to make really, really good friends with the bus drivers, because I knew that they wouldn't charge me. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, I, I guess kudos for me for you know, making friends with them. But at the same time, that was just so humiliating for me. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I, I barely made rent. I remember having to take out multiple payday loans just to, to pay my rent. Oh. You know, I couldn't, literally I had to budget every time I went to the store down to the penny. And it sucked. <laughs> that does suck. So, so anyway, I remember... I remember I was on the train one day coming back home and it was <clears throat> it was a late it was a late snow for the season and I remember coming around the final stretch the final bend and I looked out the window and it reminded me of um the Polar Express just the way that it looked out the window and I remember thinking this is this is not how I'm supposed to live. I remember thinking I'm 41 years old and I have to sneak on the train and... <laughs> Something's wrong here, right? Yeah. I, I just remember going, how the hell did I end up here? What happened? Right. You know, where did I go wrong? And... I don't know if it was the universe just testing me to see how bad I wanted it or divine intervention or kismet or whatever you want to call it, but then I was given an opportunity 
to do a work from home position, which was awesome because I didn't have a car. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> and I hated the job that I was at. And that ultimately led me to you. Oh. Yeah. Your life coach. My life coach. <laughs> Hashtag awesome. Aw, thanks. I love that. So that was um, that was good. That was a good turnaround. It, it was either that or I think I was going to die. Oh. And I'm not saying like anything, you know, self-harmy, but I was so stressed that I was having chest pains on oh. a daily basis, sometimes an hourly basis. That's horrible. Yeah. So you manifested a better situation without specifically on purpose trying to manifest it. So that's the thing. I don't know if I necessarily manifested it. Mm-hmm. Or if the universe was going, all right, we got to throw this guy up. We got to throw him a bone here. <laughs> this poor guy, he's, he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, but something happened. But the thing is, is when that thing happened, I was able to start manifesting better things. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I've learned about manifesting is that it doesn't happen overnight. Right. I, there's been many, many, many times I wish that it did. But it, one thing I've learned is that it happens in its own time. It happens when, I don't think when it's ready to do it. I think it happens when you finally surrender yourself to the situation mm-hmm. and say, okay, I understand that I'm not where I'm at or I'm not where I want to be right now, but that doesn't mean I'll never get there. Yeah. I will say one thing about manifesting is that it has made me a cautious optimist. Ooh. And did you used to be a pessimist? Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to I used to call myself a realist. You know. Yeah. That's that, what people say when they don't want to say pessimist. When they're negative, yeah. Like I'm <laughs> a, I'm a realist because bad things happen to good people. Right. That's just the way that the world works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's> so naive. <laughs> oh peanut. Oh peanut. Oh. Um <laughs> But, I mean, just even in the last three months, you know, when what you've called me, you know, you've many times have told me that I'm a powerful manifester. Absolutely. Good and bad. Yes. (laughs) Good and bad. You manifest more quickly than most. Which is a blessing and a curse, I guess. (laughs) But just in the last three months, I've learned that sometimes, you know, things do have to get a little bit worse than they are just so they can get a lot better you know i think the reason for that is because we need to have contrast because sometimes we don't know if we really want something or not like we're iffy on it and when it gets really bad that's a blessing that's like okay that's absolutely not what i want oh yeah no i i think that i think we need that contrast so we can appreciate it yes you know like if if you if you give me a million dollars i'm gonna be grateful i'm gonna be thankful but i don't think i would appreciate it as much as if i went out and earned it exactly i wouldn't appreciate it as much if i didn't have to sacrifice for it yeah i totally agree so you know i think the thing with manifesting it's a powerful thing kids (laughs) you know be careful what you wish for Right. Because you just might get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to crawl through some mud to, to, to get to the that brass ring. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, one thing that you've been helping me with is when it finally does come true, to sit there and say, all right, this is real. Mm-hmm. This is happening. Mm-hmm. You've earned it. You're okay. Right. Take a breath. Everything's fine. You know, don't wait for the other shoe to drop. Because sometimes it does, but you know what? Sometimes it does not. Yeah, exactly. When you're, the thing you want finally shows up, you can ruin it. Absolutely. By going, whoa, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Ask and me. you can manifest it right back out of your life. Yeah, ask me how I know. <laughs> how do you know, Mike? Because I've done it. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, that's, that's. That makes sense. It's a danger. 
And when your mindset hasn't necessarily caught up yet to what you're manifesting, it can drag you back down. Mm -hmm. Like those crabs in the bucket. Wait, you're not getting out of here. Come back down. Absolutely. (sighs) Okay, well, we're going to take a little break. And then we will be back with the amazing Mike Hoy. Oh. (laughs) So stay tuned. Okay, we are back from our break with Mike Hoy. And Mike pointed out something very important. You can't manifest something by just wishing for it. That's only part of the equation. So, Mike, what else do people need to do besides wishing? Well, can I back up a little bit? You may certainly back up all you want. (laughs) We're going to go around the fence, but we're going to get there. Okay. Okay. So back in 2016, when I first really started looking at, you know, the law of attraction and and the gifts and, you know, all that that stuff, um, I was working from home and I was selling (laughs) e-cigarettes. Really? Yep. That's funny. I can't tell you the name of the company because they're defunct. And as far as I know, they're still in litigation. Oh, dear. Yeah. But, you know, the thing about that is working from home, you're able to sit on the couch and watch TV while you're working kind of thing. And and I remember thinking, well, I got nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I really started researching it. What I didn't get at the time is that that job was not serving me to my higher purpose. Oh, yeah. And so I remember I wrote down what my dream job would be. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's and awesome. the weird thing is, is it had nothing to do from working from home. I remember I put down 60K a year, uh-huh. just enough to pay rent and have a little bit left over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Open workspace. Yeah. No drama. Yes. Um, no drama. You know, maybe like a take your kid to work day kind oh, of thing. Oh, fun. And an on-site gym. Nice. You know, I mean, nothing really exuberant. Yeah, those are you know, I don't, totally reasonable. You know, I wasn't putting like, give me a corner office and uh-huh. a company car and <laughs> three million a year. Right. But um, that in that moment, that was me trying to manifest something that I wanted. But what I didn't realize is that I couldn't do it doing what I was doing. Okay. Now, see, this is the weird part. Um, That job that I had, like I said, the company is now defunct, but um, I got laid off. Oh, geez, I want to say three days after Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Happy New Year, boys and girls. Right. And so then... I went into panic mode. Right. And I'm sure we've all been there. Oh crap, I just lost my job. I gotta find something right now. Yeah. And so one of my friends, he got me an interview for another job, being a recruiter for a a, a trucking company. Mm Mm-hmm. And I went there and, and I started to rock it. Like I just, I destroyed it, but I hated it. (laughs) <laughs> I hated the commute. I mean, at this point, I was just making excuses. Yeah. I hated the commute. I hated the company, even though I worked with amazing people who who I still adore and I talk to at least on a monthly basis. That's awesome. I made excuses and I was like, well, because of this, this, and this, this is why I'm not going to do it. And I quit. Um. <clears throat> But, you know, the weird thing is when you're in a, when you're in the wrong situation, you know. Yeah. You feel it. And that's why I feel a lot of people just hate their jobs. Yeah. But they're, they're scared to make a move. Right. Because, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a situation you hate, what do you focus on? The negative. Right. You know, I hate this job. This job sucks. I hate this relationship. Mm-hmm. I hate, you know, I, I can't stand my spouse. I can't stand my 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 parents. I can't stand my kids. You know, whatever. Yeah. You focus on the negative because that's all you do. And, of course, 
as we all know, the more you focus on the negativity, you bring more negativity. Right. So it is really literally a vicious cycle. Literally. And it's so hard to break out of it. Yeah. It's really hard to break out of it. It's really hard. But but anyway, um, so I forgot where we were, where we were going with this. Um, Your friend offered you. Yeah, and 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 I quit, and then I just kind of I bounced around. You know, I actually went and I sold insurance. For State Farm. Yeah. I, I literally have my property and casualty license and my life and health. <laughs> nice. So if anybody wants me to write them a quote. <laughs> you can do that. I don't want to. <laughs> but you could. <laughs> um, but I remember being in that situation going, this is not the thing for me. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I became close with, you know, a couple of people in that office. But I just, it, it felt wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything about it just felt just I guess the best word I can describe is icky oh just it just felt fake <laughs> and so then I went to another, I know exactly what you mean so then I went to another job and it was it was a sales job mm-hmm. and it was very high pressure I mean it was very high pressure but the the reward was incredible but it, it just didn't feel right yeah and then I found myself, you know, in, in January of 2018, having my car repossessed and then taking public transit. I'm talking like two buses and two trains. Oh my gosh. Two hours. Horrible. Like I would leave at seven o'clock in the morning to get there by nine. I'd work until six. I'd be home at eight o'clock at night. Oh my goodness. And at that point, you know, I'd get home and I was either so tired or so pissed off at the world that the only thing that I would do is just sit there and maybe eat dinner. Yeah. But mostly I would, I would, I would drink my stress away and stare at the TV and just get mad at everything. Oh my goodness. You know, and, and I just, I hated the situation, you know, it's a toxic relationship with a very toxic woman. And I just remember thinking, you know, I deserve this. Oh. I remember sitting there going... Yuck. Hating myself so much going, and pardon my French, you're such a huge piece of shit that you deserve this. Wow. And that that spiral just took me down the rabbit hole, and I, I hated myself. Yeah. I felt like a failure on so many different levels. You know, my... My daughter would tell me what a great dad I was, and I I, I couldn't believe her. Because I hated myself so much. You know, the, the place I was living at at the time had these really nice vaulted ceilings, and I remember I would look at the ceilings thinking, you know, I could go to Home Depot and I could drill a bar into the ceiling and I could get a piece of rope Mm -hmm. and tie a noose. And then it would all go away. Dark place. then again luckily either through maybe me manifesting something from two years before or maybe the universe just saying okay this guy is let's let's give him a break (laughs) I was given an opportunity to start something new and it was scary and it was new and and it was oh my god what am I doing kind of thing but when I got into it it felt so right 
and a couple of amazing things happened in one week. I was able to I was able to lose that toxic person. Mm. I don't actually like to use the word lose. I was able to get rid of yeah. that toxic person. Release. Release, thank you. You're welcome. You're much better at words than I am. <laughs> I, um I was able to release that person and I was able to catch my breath. You know, the weird thing about being in such a negative situation for so long is that you realize that you haven't really taken a breath in a long time. Oh, yeah. Either metaphorically, literally, or spiritually. And when that person was out of the picture, I was actually able to just do that big inhale and that beautiful exhale. And when I'm, I'm not blaming her for, for my misfortune at the time, but she also played a really, really big part in it. And I was able to ground myself for the first time in a long time. And I was able to focus on this new thing with new people, with good people. And, you know, I just grinded away, did my own thing, my own little, you know, corner. So, you know, just, you know, leave me alone. Let me do my own thing kind of thing. And um, something weird started to happen. What? I started to, even though it was small, I started to become successful. Be it from manifesting or having you know good people in my life again or what have you things just started to turn around but i really don't think that things really started to happen to me until october of 2018 even though things were changing they weren't changing for me. They were changing around me. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. New circumstances. Yeah. New surroundings. New opportunities. Mm -hmm. And then in October of 2018, I um, went to an event and, you know, where I met you. Yes. You know, I'd been to these events before, but I never really... I guess took him seriously. Right. But that one I did. And, you know, I walked on fire. I had a, I had to come to Jesus with myself mm -hmm. at a lot of those that weekend. Um, and, and that's when I think I realized that I was doing it wrong the whole time. I, you know, the funny thing is, is that anybody who knows me, I make a big hubbub about not having a, a victim mindset or a victim mentality, but I realized I was, the reason why everything felt wrong is because I was that person. I, I, I felt like a huge fraud because I'm sitting there going, don't be a victim, don't be a victim, but I hate my life. I hate my life because of this, 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 and this, and this, and this, you know, it's, it's everybody else's fault, but mine. Right. <laughs> But then when you, you know, you kindly, when you, when you finally just, I guess, you know, splash that cold water on your face and look in the mirror and say, dude, mm -hmm. stop, <laughs> just, just quit. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Yeah. That's a hard pill to swallow. Cause you know, when you're in your twenties, it's excusable. But when you're in your forties, you just, come on. Yeah. Knock it off. Grow up. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Grow a pair and grow up. Kind right, of thing. exactly. Um, but the cool thing is that when I when I had that realization, you know, yeah, I had to eat crow for a minute. But when I finally got over it, that's when all of the really cool things started happening because I finally broke through all of those limiting beliefs, and holy crap. <laughs> That's when the real fun started. Yeah. Um, 
I really started to focus on manifesting. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you do that, you really need to be careful because you can manifest amazing things. I mean, there's really no gray area when it comes to manifesting. (laughs) You're either going to get the, you're going to, you're going to get the pot of gold or you are going to get the pile of crap. (laughs) That's funny. But the, the cool thing is that I had to, I had to downgrade for a second just so I could level up like 10. Yeah. That's true. That's what you did. Yeah. You went up a few levels and then crashed, kind mm-hmm. of. <laughs> totally. And then you took off like a rocket. Yeah. And it wasn't until, I think, December of 2018, that was a low point for me because I actually had to move in with my sister mm. for, yeah. for a minute because... You know, my, my, my living situation changed, you know, my stuff with my roommate, ex-roommate, you know, and, and, and <laughs> his girlfriend and this, that, and the other. And I remember I was basically living rent-free with my sister going, okay, now you're 42 <laughs> and you're living with your sister in a tiny, tiny bedroom. You know, you're, you're not allowed to watch their TV. You're not allowed to go down and watch their DVDs. <laughs> The room was so small that if I laid on the bed, I could touch the other wall with my feet. Wow. That is tiny. That sucked. Um, but I remember I had this, this, this thought going, okay, well, this is where you start. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the board has been cleared. Yeah. And, you know, this is where, this is where you build yourself back up. And really cool thing happened. I did. Yeah, you did. And I started crushing it at work. Yeah. I started making a lot of money, like spooky money. Like, <laughs> why are there why are there so many numbers on this check, and why is my name on it? Like six figures a month, money. Right. Yeah. Wait, one, two, three. No, five figures. Five figures. Yeah. That's huge. Five figures a month is huge. It didn't suck. No, it didn't. But it was also really scary. Yeah. Because I remember going, I don't, wait, what? Me? What? 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 (laughs) I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. And then I was able to, I was able to get out of that situation and come back and then some. So that was positive manifesting and it was amazing and it was cool and it was fun. Yeah. Yeah like a party but me being me I remember thinking something's got to give <laughs> so I started manifesting negative things yeah and it happened but one thing I've learned is that if I can manifest negative things that quickly then realistically I should be able to manifest positive things that quickly absolutely and oh lord it did happen <laughs> yeah i mean it's crazy i'm i'm looking at an opportunity right now to not only level myself up a lot but i get to work with other people and help them you know the one of the things that I always used to manifest and I still do is for me to be in the right place at the right time to help people. Yes. That's a really good thing to manifest. But the, the scary thing is, is that, you know, a lot of times you don't know what that looks like. Right. And if you're going to be in the right place at the right time to help people, that means you have to be comfortable with change. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't. Right. I'm still getting used to it. Um, but I, I see myself, you know standing at this catalyst of an amazing opportunity to help a lot of people a lot of people and and to become very successful while doing so so yeah it 
it breaks my heart that I, I had to, I didn't have to, that I chose to leave this first opportunity. But I'm very excited for this new one. Because as a master manifester, yeah, I know that I will make it work in my favor. And I'm going to change a lot of lives in the process. And it's something that started in November of 2016. And here we are in March of 2019. It took me a minute to get there, but (laughs) I like to think that when I arrived, I arrived. I think it took you the exact perfect amount of time to get there. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But, I couldn't have done it without you. No, thank you. First time we met, we said so much without saying a word. Right? Mm, still gives me chills. <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> I love it when you say that. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> So are you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what would you, if you had like one sentence of words of wisdom to give to somebody that wanted to manifest a better life instead of the crap they've been manifesting, what words of wisdom would you give them? I'd say trust the universe, but more importantly, Believe in yourself. Mm. Stop. Stop shortchanging yourself. Yeah. You know, we are all very, very powerful beings of, of light and love. We are capable of so much, good and bad. But unfortunately, people tend to focus on the bad. Yeah. If you're going to give yourself permission to focus on the negative, then I want to invite all of you to give yourself permission to focus on the positive. Yeah. Why are we so content on on focusing on negative things? Why is it so hard for us as, as beings and a species to believe that there can be good things? Right. Bad things will happen. Sure. That's the unfortunate reality of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Pardon my French, but shit happens. It does. That's not French. <laughs> okay, pardon my English, but poop happens. It does. Poop happens. But how we how we choose to respond to that, it's it's all on us. There is good and bad in the world. Yeah. One thing I've learned is that there, believe it or not, is a lot more good than bad. Agreed. In the world. If you want to change your life, it's it's uncomfortable. It is gloriously uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's worth it. And it's real. And... You know, it's so easy for me to say because I'm standing on the other side. Well, maybe not because I'm still going through a lot of growth and a lot of transformation right now. And it is very uncomfortable a lot. Right. I have to have a lot of hard talks with myself Mm -hmm. daily, hourly sometimes. (laughs) But when you finally, when you get off the pity potty. Yes. When you finally say, okay, bad things have happened, but I'm not going to let that define me. When you choose to embrace the good things, the positive things, when you choose to believe in that, the world is so much brighter. I look at myself now versus where I was one year ago. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of parallels, but I'm seeing a lot of differences as well. Mm. 
if I could go back and talk to myself one year ago, yeah, I would probably slap myself <laughs> and shake myself and say, knock it off, pull yourself together, man, kind of thing. But if you really want to change your life, you just have to, it takes work. You have to be willing to put in the work. Right. You have to understand that it won't always happen overnight. But it is worth it. You know, some of the some of the positive things that I've seen since my relationship with my daughter has never been better. You know, she she always says that I'm the best daddy ever. And she's eight, so she still thinks that I hung the moon for her. Right. And I totally would. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think I'm the best father that has ever existed, but I believe now that I'm certainly not the worst. Matter of fact, I'm pretty damn good at it. Yes. Good job. Thank you for admitting that. <laughs> I'm a great dad. You are a great dad. Um, my relationship with my ex-wife has never been better. That's awesome. We are actually co-parenting now instead of not. Yeah. And it only took six years to get there. <laughs> um, but you got there. But I got there. That's amazing. That's a huge feat to celebrate. I surround myself with amazing positive people and they show up for me yeah and you show up for them I do and and I can now as hard as it may be sometimes I can now confidently eliminate the negative people in my life good but if you really want to change your life if you really truly want to manifest you have to understand that there's going to be challenges because nothing worth it is ever going to be easy. Yeah. And, and, and you can't sit there and blame the universe the first time something goes wrong. No. <gasps> you know, like I, I, I made, I made the, I made the, the biggest cardinal sin when I first started doing this. I just anticipated, well, you know, just, this is what I want. So Come on, universe. Gimme. <laughs> Hand it over. Come on. Now, 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 now. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the cool thing is, is that when you know you're stepping in the right direction, it might be scary, and it probably will be. But when you know that it just feels right, that's when you know you're on the right path. Yeah. Trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, then don't do it. Right. And if it's scary as hell... And you're sitting there going, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? Ah, but it feels right in your soul. <laughs> go get it. Yeah. I mean, just go get it. Just go beast it out. Yeah. Just go destroy it. Go crush it. Live your highest purpose. Don't hide from it. Don't hide from it. I mean, if, if, you're, if your highest purpose is to work at a gas station... Do it. Be the best gas station attendant that has ever existed. Yeah. If your highest purpose is to go out and, and serve people, mm -hmm. go out and serve. If your highest purpose is to go out and motivate, go do it. Be the best at it. Yeah. Just don't run from it. Mm-hmm. Because my theory on life is very simple. It's what you do in the dash. Explain the dash. I love this concept. Okay, so you go to a cemetery and you see the year that they were born mm -hmm. and the year that they died. When the clock started and when the clock stopped. Yeah. What's in between those two numbers? A dash. The dash. <laughs> That's what counts. That is what counts. We can't control when we're born. Nope. And unfortunately, we cannot control when we die. Nope. But that dash, we can control. Yeah, that's all us. At the risk of sounding like a cliche... Go ahead. 
every day that you wake up is another opportunity. Yesterday happened. Yeah. We can't fix that. No. We're not promised tomorrow. Right. But every morning when you wake up, even if that alarm is yelling at you and you don't want to get out of bed, mm. do it anyway. Yeah. You know, my mom always used to say, rise and shine. I was always good at rising, but I was never really good <laughs> at shining. You've gotten better at shining. Yeah. You've but embraced your shine. Every day you wake up, you know, that's your time to shine. And that's your dash. Yes. That's your dash. Every morning you have another, you have, you have another, you have another dash. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you manifest. <laughs> because you will get it. Whether you like it or not. Yep. You will manifest good things. Mm-hmm. And you will manifest bad things. Yes, you will. Unfortunately, I haven't figured out how to not manifest bad things. <laughs> Change your focus. <laughs> Easier said than done sometimes. Yes. But I, I, I think it's I think it's from old habits. Yeah. You know, I I work with my daughter a lot on grounding and having breakthroughs and eliminating limiting beliefs. You know, the funny thing is that she's eight years old right now, and that's hard for her. But for me, I have perspective because I'm like, oh, kiddo, you're eight years old. How hard could it possibly be? You know, talk to me in 36 years. <laughs> right. But to her, but that's to the her, hardest that's her whole world. Ever been. Yeah. But she's so good at it. And, you know, the, the thing that I try to teach her is one day, dad will be gone. Now, I made her a deal that she got to live to be 100, but I'd have to live to be 133. Mm-hmm. And so you go first. I have to die five minutes before she does. <laughs> so I can go up to heaven and get everything ready for her. That's awesome. It's a good thing you can time travel in heaven. <laughs> five minutes is not very long. Yeah. And, you know. Maddie, if by if through some sheer, you know, happenstance that, you know, 60 years from now you're listening to this <laughs> and maybe I'm not around. Sorry, kiddo. Aww. But Dad still loves you. <clears throat> I'm not crying, you're crying. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> but If I could offer one bit of advice when it comes to manifesting, a lot of people think that you manifest throughout the day. I, I agree with that to an extent, but I think the big things, that's when you, that's when you're sitting there and you're, you're meditating and you're really focusing on what you want. Um, be very clear. And be very open with yourself because I could manifest that I want $20 million. Right. But how is that going to serve me right now? Yeah. What I, are you going to do with it? I would say that if you're going to manifest, don't manifest surface things. Everybody wants $20 million. Sure. I wouldn't turn it down. And you know it's never the money. No. What I try to manifest now is how can I be my highest self. Mm -hmm. What can I do to be the highest self that will serve others? Yeah. And if money comes along with it, Mm -hmm. awesome. Right. Serve more people when you have more money. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not the goal. No. A really big mentor of mine, other than you, (laughs) has gone on record saying he spent the first half of his life to make a billion dollars just so he could spend the second half of his life giving it all away. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm not trying to name drop here, but, Aww. and I always like that. 
because service to others to me is more important than money. Yeah, that's what really counts. Don't get me wrong, kids. <laughs> <laughs> money doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. But it's also kind of scary. Yeah. You know, when you walk into a bank and you cash a check for $15,000 for one week, and they have to go into the safe and they bring out all these 100s and they have the little band around it. The little bands. That's awesome. It's a cool feeling, but at the same time, scary as hell. Yeah. So you're like, oh man, what if I lose this? But if you're passionate about what you're, what you're manifesting, yeah, everything else falls into place. And also, if you... You also need to know when that thing is not serving you anymore. Mm. You need to know when it's time to walk away. Yeah. I'm doing that right now. Yeah, you are. You know, I, I'm learning to know when something has served its purpose mm -hmm. and when it's time to walk away and walk away openly mm. and without regret. Yeah. You know, I've met a lot of amazing people on this journey and it's, it's just getting started. And sometimes it is hard to, to turn that page. Mm -hmm. But when you become when you become a manifester, when you become a, a servant of the universe, as I like to call myself. That's awesome. You have to know when it's time to move on to the next town, so to speak. Right. That's all I got. Well, that is awesome. Sorry, that was a really long-winded answer. <laughs> I loved it. It was amazing. Well, thank you for uh, being awesome and telling me all your secrets of manifesting. <laughs> you taught me all my secrets. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right. Well, you were great. And thanks for being my third guest ever. Woo! Top five. I know, right? Sweet. All right. Well, once again, Mike Hoy, the master of manifesting and servant to all. Thanks and, again for being on here. And I can't wait to go to you, to go with you to the Ellen Show. <gasps> oh yeah, I'm manifesting an appearance on the Ellen Show. It's gonna happen. It's so gonna happen. You're gonna dance with her. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening and for all your love and support. If you like this podcast, please leave me a review. And if you have an idea for a topic you'd like to learn more about, you can email me at Kelly, which is K-E-L-L-Y, at thequeenofmanifesting.com. Also, if you need more manifesting in your life, I have a free Facebook group where I teach manifesting all week long. And on Mondays, I have a live class at 9.30 in the morning, Mountain Time. The name of my group is We Are Masters of Manifesting. You can search for that or you can just find the link in the description to this podcast. So come join us for more manifesting and learn how to get everything you want. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.